when I was discussing the days that I was that I would see my kids, they talked about it in a way that there is no feelings, there is yeah. nothing. It's yeah. just uh, yeah. as before our court order, it was a mess. But it all came down to money. Like you want to see your kids, you have to be transferring this much money. Uh, me and my ex partner were the therapy, and the therapist right off the bat said, "How invested are you?" She asked her. She said, oh, "I'm only thirty percent invested." Yeah. So then, then I knew. Yeah. There's there's no there's no pulling her back a hundred percent. Welcome to the Sarah Has Things to Say podcast. I'm your host, Sarah McCallie, and welcome to a very special episode of the podcast. Today's episode I've thought about a hundred times. I wanted to record it a hundred times, but just never got a chance to. But every time I wrote down topics on what I was going to do for the podcast, this one was a big one. So as many of you know, through certain episodes, I'm a single mom and I've had quite the journey since I began to be a single mom. And so um, today, I wanted to bring on somebody who is obviously very close to me, recent fiance. Um, we were in a relationship for quite a while. We met in 2021. But um, I wanted to have this episode that talks about um, single fatherhood and what it's like because I always talk from the female perspective, and that can always be biased and one sided. But certainly through our relationship, I learned a lot about what it was like to be a single dad. So I wanted to have you on the podcast, obviously, since I started the podcast, but just circumstantially. It didn't work out, but here we are today. So I want to welcome Carlos to Thank the podcast. No problem. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Uh, so today we're going to be specifically talking about single fatherhood. And why? Because Carlos is, was, is a single father. So yeah. we're obviously engaged now. We're working towards a, a different type of dynamic with our kids. But when him and I met, he was a single dad of two boys. And I'll let you tell me a little bit about that. But Essentially, today is going to be all about that. So for all you dads out there, new single dads, um, dads have been a single dad for a while, this episode's definitely for you. Um, yeah, so tell me a little bit about uh, your situation. Well, uh, I separated 2019, sometime July or sometime. Um, and yeah, it was very tough, very hard. Uh, I was always working, so um, you know, I spent a little bit of time with my kids. Uh, during because my, when I separated my kids were two and four, right? Um, but after that we uh, ended up separating, and it was just tough being by myself with my kids, right? And then it comes to not joints, but how do, how do you become one with your kids, mm-hmm. right? How do you understand your kids? What do they want? What do they love? What how like if they're you know uh, if they're misbehaving? What do you do? Like uh, you know I I grew up without a without a father. I grew up with a big family. Right, so I have I had a lot of examples in my life, right? So it was, you know, it was like, like my whole life, uh, trial and error. So I would try a couple things with my kids. It didn't work. Okay, I had to try something else, right? Well, it was pretty much. But then, you know, only lasted for a couple of months, and then you know your kids, you get to know them, and then now I'm like, or I I know what they love, and I know everything about them. The, you know, we do a lot of things together with the boys, right? Yeah, and Carlos is like, him and his kids are such a strong unit. Like, they love him, they adore him, they go to him for everything. Like, when I met them, 
they I already thought they were already so far along in their journey but um yeah you guys have this like amazing bond between the three of you it's like unmatched <laughs> um yeah it's just the love that you have for your kids yeah right that's it, something you can't explain if you don't have kids you wouldn't understand yeah right but w- once you have kids and there is there's people that do have kids and they're they're no show for their kids i also don't understand how that happens yeah. in, in in life right yeah so something that we like always talk about because when i met carlos we were already like in our own little routine like i had my routine with my kids he had a routine with his kids but i admired so much about his situation with how he was with his kids i was like first of all i've seen different single dads before but i'd never seen a single dad be the way he was the way you were with your kids so I always thought like if I ever did a podcast episode with you, I'd want to, I'd want to talk about what it was like because when Carlos shows up with his kids, he's like prepared, he's ready to go. And he literally has nothing, like nothing in hand, but he's always shows up. So I was always like, Hey, I want to ask him on the podcast, like tell me about the first weekend you had your kids by yourself after you got separated. So you're like going to pick them up or they're being dropped off or whatever the case may be. And like, what was that like? You like, tell me about the days leading up to it. Cause like for a lot of dads, they don't even get to that point cause they're a no show. They don't even ever get this. So I was very nervous. Yeah. Like, you know, I was very nervous. Monday, Tuesday, I was very nervous. Thursday, I was a wreck. So I go to the, the supermarket. I bought everything <laughs> that I can think of because I contacted my ex and she's like, you have to deal with it. I didn't get no help from my, uh, my ex partner. So I literally bought everything. Um, Friday comes along, I go pick up my kids, and, you know, I was, I was nervous. I was nervous. Um, but sorry, what was the question? <laughs> so, like, walking through that first beat, like, what did you guys do? Like, how did you prepare the house? Like, because this is the first time they're coming to your new place, and you guys are just separated, you know, like, what was that like for you that weekend? Oh, like, so, okay, yeah. so that happened. So you were trying to go, you were right, trying to go grocery shopping. Right in yeah. pandemic. Yeah, yeah, this, oh, yeah, this is, this, this, ha- this is happened yeah, yeah. pandemic time. Yeah. This is how the first time I had my kids was in 2020, uh, 2020 sometime in April, mm-hmm. right? Um, and luckily, the I, I downloaded TikTok, yeah, and I could see what other parents, the trends that they were, you know, they were having with other their kids. So I started doing that. I did the the uh, bowling alley in my hallway. You saw it, right? That and a whole bunch of stuff. Like we would play. I would play with my kids. There was nothing else to do, but you know, just absorb their love and for them to uh, show them what what I can do for my kids, right? Like just anything would we'll, we'll do, I don't know, we'll stay at the house. There was nothing else to do, yeah, yeah, right? During COVID, yeah, we'll go for bike rides. And, but but besides that, it was just, just spending time with the boys and playing, actually yeah. playing, playing with the boys, sitting down with the boys and actually getting down and playing and rolling with your kids. That's That's what, I believe that's what kids need when they're kids, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because I think a lot of single dads like they don't actually know what to do with their kids. Like when they they're used to the moms often planning the events or planning the activities or planning like oh we're doing this on the weekend. So having that weekend where it's like, what do I even do? Like like what are we supposed to do? You kind of already had it planned out. Like you were ready to go. Like you obviously got your house ready. You were looking at TikTok. Like, and then the first yeah. time uh, it was like that weekend. I think I took them to the beach. When they were going to Wasega, yeah. right? So then I overpacked. Spencer was two years old. Mansur was Mason was four. So I had to bring snacks, this a whole bunch of stuff, you know. Then I ended up buying like the inflatable boat and the sand toys and the chairs and the tent because of, 
I was afraid that they're going to get burned with the sun and this, and the whole car was packed. Yeah. Right? So I get to a Sega, right, to the parking lot. I was like, how am I going to take all this with my two kids? Yeah. Right? It's fancy. Two years old. Yeah. Still a baby. So I was like, what am I going to do? And so I, there was this guy walking in Steens. He was probably 14, 15, right? So I go, hey, buddy, come here. And then he's like, hey, what is it? Yeah, I'll give you 20 bucks, but carry all this stuff and just follow me. He's yeah. like, okay. So I gave him 20 bucks. He carried every day. I yeah. took my two kids. Yeah. Right? And then when it was time for us to go for lunch, I just left everything there. If someone's going to steal it, they're going to steal it. I don't care. Yeah. Why worry about little things when you're with your kids, right? Yeah. And you want to have that quality time. Yeah, but I want, like, it's it's super, it's, it's such a small story, but it's a big deal. Like, parents will not take their kids to the beach. I Like, it's not just dads. It's moms, too. Like, it's a lot to think about to take your kids to the beach. And I know for me, when I became a single mom, I was like, there's no way I'm ever going alone to the beach with my kids because I'm not bringing all this stuff. And it's so funny because one of the times, one of our first meetings with our kids together was at the beach. And I remember leading up to, I was like, oh my God, we have to pack this. We have to pack this. And you're like, you know what, Sarah? Don't bring nothing. Just show up. Just buy it. Bring the bathing suits, bring the towels. We'll buy everything there and we'll throw it all in the garbage after. Because we're like, we're not going to lug everything around with four kids. So like, between the two of us, we have four four boys, and they're all um, very close in age. So the year old, six, six, and four, and four. So the four of them together, it's like a circus all the time. But together, you and I, we do a whole bunch of stuff with our kids. It's a good circus. It's an amazing circus. Yeah. I love this circus. <laughs> yeah, it's the best circus. Yeah, but I was shocked, like, to go out with you the first couple times because I, as a single mom, struggled. Like, I, I talked in I think episode three or four about how like. When I first became a single mom, one of the hardest things that for me to do was physically get out of the house with the kids because I always thought I had to pack like five bags, six, blah, blah, blah. You are the one person that taught me, like, you don't need to be, bring anything. Like, just bring the kids, anything that you can purchase or anything that they might need, which half the time they don't need anything. Half the time they don't eat the snacks you pack for them. You can yeah. buy it. I don't know. You can buy it at the store. You've yeah. taught them that. Like, I learned that. Yeah. Like a couple months, two or three months after I had my kid. Yeah. And we met like two years after. Yeah, yeah. Right? Time that passed. You're, By then I was a pro. You're a pro. Yeah. I was like, you don't need anything. Yeah. yeah. Grab your kids. You know what you need? Just a pack of wipes. Yeah. That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> There's nothing else. Yeah. No, exactly. So basically that was so eye-opening because in in dating you i realized like oh i can do anything with my kids like anything i thought i was afraid to do as a mom by myself like screw it i'm doing it like if i were to bring my kids to a hockey game baseball game this that like you might not last for the whole hockey yeah. game but they, they already experienced that at a young age you know yeah. we went to hockey game yeah basketball game baseball games yeah. Yeah. we went to the best restaurants in toronto yeah. like but yeah. they're there right like they experience that you want your kids to experience that at an early age right yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. It, it ends up being like when we go out with all four boys, everyone's always like, are these all your four kids? And and we're always just like, yeah, because we, no. don't, like, we don't want to get into the story, the whole dynamic. But people are like, they are so well behaved. Like, what do you, like, how are they? And we're like, I don't know. Like, they just, to have, they're, they're good kids. They're good kids. We're really like, well, yeah, we don't, we spoil them. <laughs> yeah. We spoil but then, yeah, you know, at the, at the same time, yeah. they, you know, they're, they, they do like, they're, they're good kids. Yeah. So one thing I want to ask you, because um, I we talked about the first weekend. So obviously it was hard for you that first weekend, but then you developed a routine, a system, um, you know. So for new dads out there, like if you're struggling because you're not sure what to do with your kids, do absolutely anything. Whatever it is that you as a dad want to do with your kids, do it with them. Or as a human, as a dad, if you want to be out at a pool, go to the pool. If you want to go to the beach, go to the beach, take them. Show them every single thing that you would want to do as a dad 
just do it because all those thoughts that you're having that are stopping you is what's getting in the way of you having that wonderful bond with your kids. Because I think if anything comes from this podcast, it's that there's always such a negative connotation with with men and dads that don't show up and all this kind of stuff. Like men get it worse than women, a hundred percent. And so if there's anything that comes from this is that you, as a dad, you are capable of showing up for your kids. And if you are in a single parent dynamic, don't shy away from being involved with your kids because you're afraid and because you don't know what to do with them. Still show up and do whatever it is with them, like anything. Like, 100%. Just, just so that you show up. Another thing I wanted to ask you is what would you tell single dads like today? Like if you are going through separation, if you are um just breaking up just moving out let's say because i know for you you had to move out of your family home um you guys separated and uh, you guys had just like obviously moved into different living situation it was like what would you tell dad's going through that right now like to have patience yeah everything will be fine you'll find someone else you'll you'll laugh again you'll be happy again right uh that hurt that you have for your kids it will never go away because i'm not with my kids every day and I heard every day that I'm not with my kids. But life gets better, right? Um, there's nothing else. And just love your kids. Just be there for them. That's all you can do, right? Just be there for your kids. Love your kids. And when you have that time with your kids, make sure it's quality time. For example, for myself, when I have, I pick up my kids Friday, Saturday, I have to drop them off on Sunday. Like, I don't care about work right? The house could be falling. I don't care. Call me on Monday. I don't care. Something happened. Don't call me. I do not care. I'm spending time with my kids. This is my priority at this moment. And that is that, right? Yeah. And I can attest to that because like dating you, obviously there were certain times where like we would talk all the time or text a lot. But when you have your kids, like you're like, no, I'll, I'll talk to you when I can. We'll, we'll see each other or we'll you know, because you actually value that time. Like your phone is not with you when you're with your kids. You're like phone is locked away and you're just entrenched in that time because you want to have it as quality as possible, especially when you're not seeing them all the time. Because for you, you went from having this identity of like being a husband, basically being a provider, being having this identity as like the man in the house. And then you had to develop this identity as, okay, single dad and what, who am I now? Like what was... Then it sucks that sometimes that... Yeah. It sucks that when you separate sometimes... People can't co-parent together. No, it, it it's it's just mind blowing that you know what we're doing it for the kids. Fine, it didn't work between me and you, but let's work it for the kids. But no, it's it's they they go into another mindset. I don't know. Yeah, because what why. you would be like a good co-parenting relationship. Like, what would be happening if things were cohesive and actually working? Where you can call your your ex and be like, oh, can I take the boys tonight for a concert? Can I take the boys on a trip? Can I do... Yes. If they miss a day of school at 2 and 4 or 4 and even now, like, it does not matter, right? It does not matter if they miss a day or two, but... Yeah. Right? It's like having that flexibility. Flexibility, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, so I think what we see a lot, especially in your situation, my situation is a little different, but we see it with our friends and people we talk to. It's like, big people get so fixated on this like court order this it has to be this way like that that it takes the human out of being a parent like at the end of the day if you miss your kids you don't get to go on a wednesday or a thursday and just go and hug them or go pick them up from school because you, the way your court order is designed yeah. and there's no fault of your own to that like you didn't do something that took you took all this privilege away it's literally the way the court system is they favor moms obviously and it limits the dad's 
and for a lot of dads they're not getting so like it, you know what yeah talking about court it was yeah. so disgusting the way the the court <laughs> thing is because when i was when i was discussing the days that i was that i would see my kids they were they talked about it in a way that well, it, it's like it's a merchandise yeah it's like you're, you're picking up it's like a jacket every you're buying something it's like oh this isn't like that's why i got so pissed off at the, the other person's lawyer yeah yeah right it, it that really like it's a transaction like that's it, it is human out of there is no feelings there is yeah. nothing it's yeah. just ugh. yeah it's but hard yeah, it's hard yeah and like that's the thing i think we talked about this two weeks of stuff so like you, that feeling that you have of missing your kids it never goes away never goes always away. have it yeah but th- it, things get better yeah things yeah. get better right uh there is a light at the end of the tunnel as people say right and yeah, when you have your kids, when if you don't know what to do, you have to a schedule, do an, uh, a routine. So from this time to this time, and then from there, you have them the next week and the next week, and then it'll just flow. Right? Yeah, because a lot of people do different situations, like different court situations lead to like either every other weekend or weekly exchanges, blah, blah, blah whatever works for how far you live from your partners, things like ex-partner, things like that. But for you as well, like different people obviously have different situations, like depending on, uh, you know, the court situation, like if you get them every other week or if you get every other weekend, whatever the situation would be. But the problem is that like it takes the human out of it. And like these are kids who might want their dad on a Wednesday or might want their dad on a Monday and vice versa or want their mom. And for your situation, for a lot of other people, it's like you just those rules don't apply. Like your kid might be in the crossfire of your ex's anger or your anger. Especially if your ex is using your kids as... As yeah. leverage, yeah, yeah. You get to see them if you do this. Do this. If you get yeah. to see them, you get, this is this. And to be honest, court order is a good thing, also. Because yeah. before our court order, it was a mess. It was yeah. like, you want to see your kids? This, yeah. You want to see your kids? You know, yeah. it. It all came down yeah. to it, it. It all came down to money. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. It all came down to money. Like you want to see your kids? You have to be transferring this much money. You want to yeah. see your kids? And you know, yeah. there is so it's there's all proof, right? Yeah, kind of very yeah. transfers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like right now, currently, people are experiencing that. Like other dads are like they can't even see their kids because they can't genuinely afford. Maybe they can't afford a certain amount of money as leverage. That's literally what's happening. And like, is that okay? Is it okay that the guy doesn't have money? No, it's not okay. If you're a dad, you should be figuring out a way to make money so that your kids are well supported. But at the same time, like, do we do we withhold children from their parents because the one parent doesn't have any income? I don't know. Like, what would you think about that? Like. Uh, no, of course not. Yeah. No, of course not. Right. I have other friends, you know, that uh, um, they have kids and they're very open mm-hmm. uh, for their exes to come in whenever they want, right? Whenever they want, you, they they come in, take the boys, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Even though, like, sometimes they have dinners, all, like, two all of them, them, all of them. Yeah. Like, they're a couple and then they're all friends. Yeah. Right? That's how I thought it was going to go yeah. for me. But you know what? I don't. Me too. <laughs> me too. But it's not, I don't think this will ever happen. No. I had this idea that... I don't lose hope, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I had this idea that, okay, this could work out. Like, maybe he'll move on. He'll, you know, have a new partner that we can all have these, like, never... Like, I mean, my situation is totally different because my kids don't even see their dad at this time. So it's, like, a whole different story. But I had this idea, like, these movie, these stupid Christmas movie type of idea that... Where everyone's together. These people together. And, like, yeah, it doesn't actually happen. Like, that That should be my goal is to get someone on the podcast who has a... And what pisses me off is that... There's there's couples that the the uh, 
the uh, the the mom wants the father to be in their in their lives. Yeah. But he just does. Yeah. He is a no show. Yeah. And I don't get it. To be honest, I don't get it in my head how that works in their heart, in their soul, their mind. How that how that wraps around their their head. Like how can they live every yeah. single day? How can they digest their food every single day? If they they you know it's they're they're just zombies living in in yeah in la la la. So what would you recommend? Like let's say people, let's say men right now who middle class, lower class, upper class, like what's your biggest recommendation for how to battle and navigate the court system with like, because aside from a good lawyer, obviously we always say like the best situation would be like a good lawyer, but like, how do you, what would you tell a guy? Like, how do you prepare yourself as a man to know that you're hopefully going to get joint custody or share custody, like some kind of situation, like how does that, because you have joint custody. So like you probably had to prepare certain things about your life to know like, okay, like I'm a stable man like I have a job like was there anything you had to do to like try to work better to get that situation or was it just specifically going off of like how you were as a dad like what was no no how I was as of a dad but then also she called the uh, CAS right cuz cuz right yeah and then yeah. she came to my house they inspected my house before you guys got joint custody no, this is already yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Before you're getting joint custody. So, because that's the thing too, like a lot of men and women will will try to like start drama right before the decision is made, yeah. so that you won't get joint custody. You'll get limited, or you know. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm so five years separated. You what? And... Think, like, what was the? Like, you're okay to talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? What was said about you leading up to the CAS call? So to be honest, this she came and said, "Beautiful lady, can they came in." Very nice lady. Uh, she was from Poland or Russian, right? In her 60s. And then she comes in, she goes in the rooms everywhere, right? And she's like, okay. She checks all She checked everything. That, like, she checked everything. Yeah. And she checked the books that were there, their clothes. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure that their shoes are there. Yeah. Like, what are they playing with? That yeah. there is, like, because uh, my ex said that there is broken glass everywhere and a whole bunch of nonsense, right? Yeah. And then so she checked. It was like, you know, as soon as she walked in, we talked and she's like, I don't have to worry about anything. So we sat down, I had coffee and then she, we talked about parenting. Mm-hmm. She's like, how do you parent your kids? I go, you know, this is how I parent my kids. She's like, don't stop. Do what you're doing. Do not stop. And that is that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Since then. Yeah. yeah. So leading up to court, like when, they, when the judge decided like, oh, you're going to get joy custody. Like, did you know that that was in your favor or were you worried because you're like, well, this person just called CS on me like I have all these like like what no not really yeah you were really worried oh my no. god did they read out that report at court like about CS yeah yeah and it was all like washed out yeah. yeah so that's the thing too like what 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 I think what gets missed a lot in these conversations about being a single parent is how immature unfortunately we become when we become separated like we maybe I don't have a lot of examples because I, I think I've given a pretty open slate of like I want you to be in your kids lives but and you as well. Like, I think you tried to do your best to be mature in the co-parenting dynamic. You've had this whole set meeting. One day you guys could all be, you know. Because no one's perfect, right? No one's not perfect. Perfect. I'm not but, perfect. No. But but there's a maturity like about, yeah. okay, this is for the kids. So like we're not going to make up lies. We're not going to call CS to make up some garbage just so that this guy doesn't get joint custody. Like it's all about control and manipulation, right? Like that's what's. Yeah, I should read the, what do you call it? Manuscript? Not manuscript. The, the uh, thing from the court is like this thick. Yeah, I know. I saw it. Yeah, he's bad. But all, aside, all jokes aside, the, the truth is that a lot of dads are going through this right now and they don't have some for 
they, yeah. So what do they do? Like, what if they get limited custody because of like Liza? So with me, it's I had the support of my family. Yeah. Right. You know, my uncles, my aunts, my grandparents, um, right. My mom. Mm-hmm. Right. But, uh, yeah, they were there for me. Yeah. I will always thank them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, that's the main thing. Go back to your yeah. family. Go back to your family. If you're suffering with something, you're depressed or something, mm-hmm. right? Uh, go back to your family. Talk to your your parents, your uncles. You know, they'll give you the best advice. Yeah. You know? It's like the truth always does come out. Like if you were an honest. Yeah. Always does. Yeah. So this is a good example of like we're like a dad. Or unless, you know, yeah, it always does. Yeah. Or, or else in court, they're calling you delusional. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the truth does always come out. And... The thing is, is that like if you are you like a high quality man, like you are a good dad, do don't get caught up in the drama of the immaturity of whatever the other person is doing. Don't you start going and calling CIS on them? All that stuff does play out of court. And if you start doing the same drama, you're just gonna make yourself look bad. So don't make yourself look bad. Like if you are a good dad and you want to show up for your kids, keep doing what you're doing, keep working. Don't try and do things under the table. Like just genuinely but show up. Call CIS. If you need there's to, a if there is a problem, problem. Yeah. if there's an actual problem, that's why CIA is there for yeah. their, for them to go check yeah. their well-being, their health, and whole whole bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, because we joke about this all the time, but like, and it's not. As a dad, you get frustrated. Yeah, but do, don't give up. Yeah, don't give up. Don't give up. Yeah. I'm separated for five years and yeah. I'm still fighting in court. Yeah, like, but do not give up. Yeah, right. They're your kids that yeah to, to love of your life, like. Yeah, and the message I think I always try to say is that, like, whether you're the dad or the mom, at the end of the day, you're fighting a battle that's a lose-lose if all you're thinking about is, like, I want his life to be trash or, like, I want him to suffer. Like, at the end of the day, the only people that are going to suffer at the end of the day are the kids. Is like, if you can't work, if you don't like your ex, you don't want to work well with your ex, just at least do the bare minimum of letting them have their regular contact, letting them have their visitation time, this and that, like, if there's a genuine problem like abuse or violence or blah, 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 that's a whole separate conversation. That's not what we're talking about here. Because then there should be limits and restrictions. 100%. Somebody is using drugs and, you know, there's a whole separate risk factor to that kind of conversation. But in a case where like the dad is genuinely showing up, the mom is genuinely showing up, you can trust their parenting skills. You can trust them on your own, on their own with their kids. Don't get in the way of that. Like don't make it worse for that parent because you're only making it worse for the kid. The kid deserves mutual experiences with each parent they deserve fun and joy and excited with mom they deserve fun and joy with dad like you don't get to be the gatekeeper of all their life and their experiences like i think that's the main thing that we see is like it's just like there's always this drama or combativeness or like you know then there's this war that's happening in the who's in the crossfire and kid just the kids and yeah. they're the only ones that are going to suffer yeah yeah it's true yeah so that's good advice. Good advice to dads to like just not give up, keep going, find you find your identity as a single dad, find your like little routine when you have your kids. Yeah, do yeah, yeah do things that you love doing, right? And yeah. with your kids. Yeah, I don't think anybody goes into parenting thinking they're going to be a single dad unless if they were just already broken up from the person they're having kids with. But if you were in kind of like a marital situation, living with your partner, having kids, like you think you're going to stay together. So like. Getting through that uh, initial shock and maybe the initial depression, the initial anxiety, what it's like to be separated and moving forward. Like once you figure it out, like just develop that identity strongly and don't stop going to your kids. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what happens, unfortunately. 
<laughs> Any last word? Any finals, boss? Anything else you want to? Be patient. Yeah. Be patient. Be patient and keep keep pushing and don't give up and everything will be fine. Everything's, especially in my life now, everything's working out after five years. Yeah. Um, with my uh, with my kids, with my love life, right? Um, there's yeah that w- this whole separation will affect you in every like you'll. If you have trauma from before, separation will give you new trauma going into other relationships, yeah. right? But that's, I guess, another podcast. Yeah, for but sure, no, we're definitely going to get into that because that's when we talk about it. That is insane. Yeah. That is, that's crazy. And then you get caught up in in this roller coaster that you want to get off, but, yeah, you know, the button's there to get off, but you, I don't know. I, some people, in my case, I didn't want to press that button. Yeah. Why? I have no clue. But after a while, after now, I press that button. We're engaged. Yeah. I love you with all my shirt. <laughs> yeah. Right. But but no, you bring up a good point because we talk about this too. Is that like now in our lives and your five years, all those five years separated? I'm like four and a half, all those five years separated. When people come to us, they're like having marital problems with their partner that has kids. We want to tell those people to stay together. If yes. you can work out the issues in your marriage and for do it because. Honestly, you see, like, it does get easier and it does get better in different ways when you separate from someone that's toxic, blah, blah, blah. But if you can work out your marital issues, those issues are going to come up again in the next relationship. Don't get it twisted. Like, you're now going to be a single parent, try to date, try to have a new relationship with someone else that does or doesn't have kids. You're going to experience those, all of those same issues all over again that you're having with your ex because if they're not solved within yourself, you're going to keep fighting it. So we don't always tell people now, like when I have friends coming up to me being like, oh, and I was struggling with my husband or what, I'm like, honestly, work it out, please. For the kids, for yourself, for the health of your life. Like, but this is the thing, right? Yeah. If they work it out and the kids are in between the fights, yeah, no, then that is that is not no. right. If they're able to actually go to therapy, work, work therapy. it out properly, yeah. talk about it, do it in a healthy way, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Work it out. The grass is never green on theirs. Yeah. That's all bullshit. Yeah, it's right. Not, it's but not. if you're it's leaving not. someone that's so toxic, yeah, it is. Yeah, it. If they are not willing to work on their issues, then it is. you have to leave. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but if both people are wanting to work on the issues and both people are wanting, to like for example, uh, me and my ex partner will the therapy, and the therapist right off the bat said, "How invested are you?" I'm a hundred percent invested. I said, yeah. "I'm a hundred So she asked her, "How invested?" Yeah, and I started to go at. She said, oh, I'm only 30% invested. Yeah. So then then I knew yeah. there's there's no there's no pulling her yeah. back a hundred percent. If she's yeah. she she wasn't willing to do it and no, you both have to be willing. And it was done. That then I knew it was done and, yeah. and But definitely like we went into our like basically in the next episode or a couple episodes coming, Carl said we're gonna come back about it, we're gonna talk again about what it was like because him and I came into our relationship with huge long history of stuff but then we had these like major traumas from our most immediate relationship with our ex-partners like i brought a bag of drama a bag of baggage with all this stuff from a bag of drama <laughs> i brought the whole airport with you <laughs> airport up so we can he had a separation from a you know his ex and i had a separation from my ex and we had these kids and like we were doing our very best to have a lovely relationship but we didn't realize how much our traumas from our past relationship it were impacting our present-day decision-making, his present-day decision-making as a man in the relationship, my present-day decisions as a woman. 
I was scared to like give trust into him. I, he was afraid to give me more trust. Like there was all these trust things. So in the next episode, we're going to talk about that because I think it is key is that we want to all act like we all have these like happy, lovely relationships, yada, yada, yada on social media. The real relationships are not happy, go lucky all the time. They're actually really hard. And when you, when two people have trauma and are getting into a relationship together, whether it's relational trauma, whether it's family, childhood, yada, 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 the, you only have two options. You face those traumas head on and just die together. We're going to stay together no matter what. And we're going to figure it out in therapy because of this, because of that, whatever. Or you're going to battle that. You're going to sabotage the relationship. You're going to push it away. You're going to break up. You're going to have toxic shit. Like we are 100% going to get it set because I think we were really hard on ourselves, especially. And we were hard on each other too when it came to the parenting stuff. Like we were like, like you had all these rules in your head about being a single dad and what you wanted around your kids. And I had all these rules in my head and like, we wouldn't budge on breaking those walls down. Yeah. And now that we're doing that, we're able to speak on it. Cause I think there are other people that dynamic where you're two parents trying to be single parents, but also date and you're like, yeah. And I, and, do we do? And, and I don't believe like, as soon as you start dating someone, like, yeah. we, you should all meet no. soon. It took us six months. Yeah. Six months. Yeah. And we ended up meeting at the beach. Yeah. Like we'll definitely right. talk. We have to talk about that. Like that was, yes. yeah. This is why they call you teacher. Yeah, so we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about that. Like that's our sure. But no, like even even a couple times, like him and I would on the weekends where he had his kids, we would meet at the park and just run into each other. But we didn't introduce the well, kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, From far away, hello. Away. Like we wouldn't talk to each other. We yeah, just, like, yeah. Well, we just missed each other, and we didn't want to have the kids meet, and we felt it was too soon. So we're like, okay, let's meet at the park. And the kids wouldn't blink, just happen to end up playing with each other. Yes. Just like normal people. You go to the park. You I would push the them to the wheel. So we put them, start playing. Let's see what happens. And they would play. They would, you know, they would yeah. do other stuff. But I'll never forget uh, Gabriel, as soon as he saw me, he just looked at me. And yeah. Yeah. That's he, it. He's like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Get away from my mom. <laughs> yeah. Because my kids are super protective of me and his kids are super protective of him. Like, they're like... Again, my dad's not allowed to have a girlfriend. My dad can't talk. So we him. went to yeah. uh, to the GameStop. We went yeah. to GameStop, right? Yeah. And then I'm talking to the lady. Yeah. This is summertime. And then the lady's like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a wife? I was like, uh, at that time, I was like, no, I'm, I'm single dad. And then Mason, I was like, my dad's not allowed to have a girlfriend or yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, and the spouse was like, yep. Yes. So we're very productive by our kids. So it's been it's been very hard trying to navigate how we introduce our kids. But I think that is the thing. But, like, but then I yeah. also, also think, like, why do they think like that? Because we give them the love. We give them that. Yeah, everything they need. Everything. Yeah, they don't want that. They don't want you they don't want, else. They don't want to share that with anyone. But it's, you know, maybe they're being toxic too. They're toxic. <laughs> our kids are toxic as fuck. <laughs> no, they are. But yeah, like, we, we think that through our relationship, we have a lot that we can help other people with because... We're not shying away from being like, we had a very toxic period that we needed a lot of help. The both of us went to therapy. The both of us had to work on some very serious shit. So now we're here being like, you know what? We know other people are going through this and it's not to be ashamed of. It's not to be embarrassed about. Like, do you have to take time out of the, away from the relationship to figure it out? I feel like that's what we had to do. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, but for sure we're going to have another episode coming soon. We have to prepare for that one a little more because it's going to be very vulnerable and we're going to talk about some stuff that's heavy um but i hope you guys enjoyed this little uh sample sample episode but for the single dads out there i hope you enjoyed it and i hope like you got some inspiration that wherever you are right now in your journey you can or routine with your kids and it will get better and um reach out oh i always say reach out reach out to me on instagram if you need any advice on how to get a lawyer or stuff like that because 
we can always lead you to have a good one yeah <laughs> edit that off <laughs> uh, yeah like you need any advice on getting a lawyer but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll uh we'll come back again if you guys enjoyed our maybe carlos will be my new co-host i don't know we'll have to bring all of our drawing here to my mind yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. You have anything else you want to add? No, that's it. Yeah. Just guys, just have patience and, and everything will be fine. All right. I'll smile again. You'll smile. You'll smile. You'll go through a lot of pain, but you'll smile again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Start every, every store. <laughs>